Welcome. You're listening to the How to Make a Life podcast. I'm your host, licensed clinical social worker and life coach, Cheryl Wolverton. Your life is unique to you, and there's no such thing as one size fits all. Your beautiful world needs to be different from your mother's, sister's, and best friend. I empower my clients in recognizing their individual needs and guide them in establishing a personalized how-to manual specifically for them. This is a podcast that helps you stop searching for that one perfect how-to plan and realize you are the expert of you. Life doesn't come with instructions. We each get to write our own. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the How to Make a Life podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Wolverton, and I want to thank you for choosing to hit play and listen to me today. Well, welcome to March of 2021, everyone. I'm just going to jump in and state that today's episode is one that each of us can relate to because we're living it right now. Here in America, the majority of us are now looking back at when everything shut down in 2020 due to the pandemic. I think we each may refer to it differently. Everything stopped or the world shut down, but we know what we mean when we say it. The actual dates may vary depending upon where we live, but our lives suddenly changed in March 2020, and we're now approaching the one-year mark. A few episodes ago, I discussed lessons that we learned from loss, and 2020 was a year that brought us many losses, and there's been so much grief for each of us on many different levels over the past year. Grief alone warps time and makes events seem surreal, And certainly this pandemic and the events which have occurred continue to seem surreal to most of us. We've adjusted and adapted, but life likely feels odd, as wherever we go, we are still reminded that we're living in a pandemic and things aren't as they were. From a grief perspective, it is normal at the one-year mark to begin a countdown of what life was like before, before the death of a loved one, or in most of our cases right now, what life was like before our world came to a halt. I know for myself, I remember vividly the weeks leading up to the shutdown here in Kentucky. I've joked, but the four weeks leading up to March 16th, which was when our governor announced significant closings of bars, restaurants, schools, I was having a pretty great social life. The weekend before our shutdown, I even made the comment that I was glad the next weekend had nothing planned. And there has been a few times over the past year that I've said to myself, please, Cheryl, be careful what you ask for. The three to four weekends leading up to our shutdown were full of so many good things. James and I were at our annual fundraiser that we love to attend. There was a going away party for a friend who was moving to Nashville. There was a get together with our friends in the Lexington Bourbon Society. And we celebrated a really good friend's 50th birthday with a surprise party on March 14th. And trust me, I have thanked his wife for having that party as it really was our last true celebration with a large group. And so I have now been doing the countdown over the past few weeks of what I was doing this time last year and what my life was like. And you may have found yourself doing the same thing. None of us truly knew what was going to happen or what our world was going to look like in three months, six months, or now as we approach a year back in March of 2020 when this all happened. 
I know that there are many things we can say about 2020. It was a dumpster fire. It's been the worst year ever. And for some of us, unfortunately, that may be true. We've had many emotions over the past year of anger and fear, anxiety, depression, and constant worry about the unknown. And as we approach our one-year mark, we may be hesitant to look toward the future. We have vaccines now, but of course there are those new variants. We've been hopeful before, and the world got shut down again. We may be feeling a little gun-shy about looking ahead. As we know, time is going to pass one way or the other. Over the past year, we all have felt out of control in regard to what was happening to us, and many of us simply did what we could to survive what was handed us. Throughout the past year, there have been many great articles written about coping with the pandemic, and one that stands out to me was focused around the point that what mattered was that we each get to the other side of this pandemic. And it was really about just getting to our destination. And I am going to try to find that article. I could not find it on my Pinterest page, but I know it's there. And I'm going to post that in the show notes. And so what mattered was that we just simply make it through. Not whether we lose 15 pounds or we gained a new certificate. But as I said, simply surviving. I totally didn't disagree with the article. But as we approach a year and we're looking back, I also think we can begin to look ahead, or at least to look ahead differently. There's a statement that time passes regardless, and it does. What you and I do with it is truly up to us. In my episode about grief, which was episode 33, Lessons from Loss, I share that I continuously remind my clients that we do not have control over when someone dies or when we are grieving a loss, such as many of the losses we've had over the last year. But we do get to have control over what we do with our emotions. Today, as a little bit of motivation and inspiration, I wanted to share with you a winning client story from the past year. I'm sharing this with you as I want you to recognize the positive changes that can occur over the year rather than the negative changes. I'm sharing this with you as the timeline actually fits perfectly within the one-year mark that we are all marking right now. I met my client for the first time in February of 2020. They came to me as they were in a significant transition time in their life, and they didn't really know what to do. March was going to be their 60th birthday. Their parents were both getting older, and one specifically had health that was declining. The last child of four was a senior in high school and getting ready to go out of state to college, leaving a totally empty nest. And there was uncertainty in regard to what their marriage was going to look like without kids in the home after 28 years. And my client was also considering what they wanted to do with their professional career and what they wanted to look like, as they didn't really want to retire yet, but they also wanted to begin pulling away from some of the main work of the practice and turn it over to those who were younger. So needless to say, my client was dealing with a lot of stuff. We were able to meet in person for two sessions, and then, bam, COVID hit our state. I need to share that my client worked in the healthcare field, and this added to everything that I've just shared with you that they were dealing with. I'm not going to lie, my client had a lot that they struggled with over the past year. There were sessions of high anxiety in regards to COVID. Their spouse had autoimmune issues, so they were always concerned about bringing it home. And sometimes our sessions were nothing but processing. 
But we continued to meet on a regular basis. And to shorten a long story, here's what happened to my client in the course of one year. In the course of one year, my client was able to have their youngest graduate high school and do one semester of college at home and finally relocate to their out-of-state college. My client was also beginning to reconnect with their spouse after having some really difficult conversations. They did come down with COVID, but it was a mild case, and they shared that actually getting the vaccine was worse than the actual COVID. They began looking for jobs out of state as they truly wanted to consider retiring someplace else in 10 years, and so they applied for many positions. Surprisingly, on their part, they received an interview at the first job they applied for, which I might add was a dream job to have in transitioning. And after multiple interviews, they were offered this job. They were able to find a good house to rent because the housing market in their new town was so tight. But four weeks before leaving Kentucky, they placed a bid on a home and they're now going to renovate that one. They also sold their Kentucky home before it officially went on the market for over the asking price. Our last session together was in February, almost exactly one year from when we started working together. It's always bittersweet ending a relationship with a client, but when you see how someone has succeeded, there's so much celebrating on my part. And so when I am sending across from a client, whether it's via Zoom or it's in person, I do tell them that things can be different from where they're at when I first meet with them, because I know I've seen it happen to people. My client will tell you, as I said earlier, that the past year has been hard. There were many sessions where I simply had to hold space for them and let them process. But there was an equal amount of sessions where we looked at action steps that they could take and that they did take. I helped them work through the fear and anxiety of ageism because they feared that no one was wanting to hire someone in their 60s. They had to deal with the concern of what if they couldn't reconnect with their spouse how to handle demanding older aging parents, and really most significantly, sometimes simply not knowing what to do next. Again, I want to add all of this happened in one year because my client was ready to do the work. One of the reasons that my client was so successful at it is they were tired of being where they were and they knew that there was a choice of either continuing to be uncomfortable or taking the risk of the new change not being so bad. I don't know where you might be in your own personal life right now, but I want to share with you today that the next 12 months are going to happen in your life regardless of what you choose to do with them. Perhaps you hate your job or you want a new relationship. Maybe you could improve your health or get out of debt. Or even in the case of one of my clients right now, you want to change your hair color. Start taking action steps rather than simply saying someday or maybe. All it takes is one small step, and that small step will lead to another. That's exactly what happened to my client. Please go ahead and take that class, have the difficult conversation, speak to the attorney, stop the unhealthy habit. You, my friend, can change where you are in life and can be where you want to be in one year. Over the course of the past year, many of us have simply just been observers. Please don't let the next year pass you by without being a participant. Now, before I go, I wanted to share that the client above worked with me for one year. 
But depending upon one's goals and needs, I also work with clients on a monthly, a three-month, and six-month basis. If you feel you need extra support in deciding what to do next in your life and how to do it, contact me at Cheryl, that's Cheryl with an S, S H E R Y L, at howtomakealife.com, or send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to go over my coaching packages with you and see what we can plan for you. Until next time, my friends, thanks for listening. Here's to good things over the next year for all of us. If you love this episode, I would be honored if you subscribe, leave a short review, and share this episode with your friends. Continue the conversation with me on Facebook at How to Make a Life Health and Life Coaching and on Instagram at How to Make a Life. If you're interested in receiving my newsletter, working with me as a client, or hiring me as a speaker, visit my website at howtomakealife.com. Remember, life doesn't come with instructions. You get to write your own 